At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Patrick Maher. Wes in for Michael. Michael Lombardi will be back on Thursday. A couple of things. We'll get back to the NBA coming up in just a little bit. We've got Josh joining us this hour. We've got NFL draft talk. Uh, but I did want to mention a couple of postponements. Now, I, wherever you start, and this is very personal how everybody attacks their handicapping when they wake up in the morning. The first thing I do every single day before I start with the Major League Baseball card would be just to check the weather. And today, obviously, uh, it's inclement weather. It's still mid-April uh, here in in the States. And obviously, so one of them I looked at earlier today was the White Sox in Cleveland, Keuchel and Bieber there in Cleveland. The weather was ridiculous. 30 degrees, rain, snow, cold and damp. They were calling it playable, but it looks like we do have a postponement there, Wes. Yeah. And a couple other games postponed as yeah, well. Yeah, White Sox Guardians. That's game number 915-916 on the rotation. Uh, that will be made up as part of a split doubleheader on July 12th. So, uh, uh, Bieber uh, still has to get his peaches down in Georgia. Can't get him in Ohio when it's like 30 degrees, as you mentioned. So uh, no game for that today. Also 981, 982. That is going to be made up tomorrow. That is Arizona and Washington. That also got postponed. So split doubleheader. Game one, by the way, going to be at 10.05 Pacific, 105 Eastern. So tomorrow, double dip for Arizona and the Nats. And I'm bitter because I was going to buy low on Cleveland. 
after they just got swept by San Francisco. Yeah. If you look at the White Sox, White Sox metrics, it doesn't add up to a team that's six and three. Yeah. And also what was supposed to be a strength in that bullpen yeah. hasn't been thus far. Yeah, so I was, I was against, looking to fade them. I was against the White Sox yesterday against uh, Vinny V, Vincent Velasquez, and that proved to be right. Tampa Bay avoided the sweep there. But you were right because the market was backing Bieber here, kind of backing them, buying low back or buying on weakness here because I think it was 135 it went up to. The opener was like $1.15 at That's least right. in the overnight. So they, the fate of Dallas Keuchel was in effect, but uh, not going to be able to take advantage of that tonight. All bets are void. And Keuchel wasn't good last year, and he was terrible on the road last year. Mm-hmm. And you saw that total drop. No surprise because of the weather, the inclement weather. Opened 8.5 all the way down to 7.5. So I was yeah. looking there as well as far as uh, the total. Uh, let's start with where I started there. When you wake up with your Major League Baseball capping, where, where do you start? I always just look at the weather and I'll start capping the weather games first. Is there a place you like to start? The first thing that I do usually, and I haven't been able to do it yet because we're obviously only two weeks into the season. So it's going to take, you know, three or four starts through the rotation for these teams where I can really get sure. some data to look at. First thing I obviously look at are the pitchers and I try to run the numbers a little bit. And I go, I go to uh, whatever site you want to look at. I personally use fan graphs. I know Paul Spore from fan graphs, yeah. a regular on the network, especially on Gil Alexander's programs here at VSIN. And I look a little bit at that data and I look, okay, how is a pitcher pitching? And then I look deeper in the peripherals where I might compare the ERA with the XFIP, the fielding independent pitching. I look at, okay, strikeouts per nine. If a guy's walking too many guys, I look at the, uh, I don't know of how to really say this. You could say B-A-B-I-P or you can call it BABIP. Like I do batting average balls in play. Cause sometimes if it's really high, that indicates, okay, maybe this pitcher's a little bit unlucky. Yep. You know, balls are just finding holes that, that should be stopped and should be out. So ground balls are getting through. So that's something you kind of, I think, have to look at because that's a lot of my baseball handicapping in terms of, okay, are we going to get pitching regression? If we got a guy that's got an ERA at two and a quarter and his XFIP is like five, mm-hmm. that tells you, okay, some negative regression is due. And then vice versa, if you got a guy whose ERA is like four and a half and the XFIP's under three, maybe you're going to get positive regression there. So I look at the pitching first and then I see if there's anything with the batting splits. And you never want to get too far knee deep in the weeds where I don't go into stuff like barrel rates or hard hit rate. I'm not smart enough to do that. Uh, Or I certainly don't have the time or don't have the willingness to go ahead and look to do that. But I do look at batting splits like, okay, who hits left? Does this team hit lefties really well? Does this team not hit against righties? So that's what I think you've got to look at. And that's really my starting point. I think that's a good starting point, especially if you're new to baseball handicapping where you learn a little bit more and you get a little bit deeper into the numbers than I think, uh, you know, go a little bit below the surface, but not necessarily digging deep to the ocean floor where you're going into like, you know, some of the, cause there's like a stat and a metric for everything. Oh, so you don't necessarily want to get that knee deep in the weeds, but I think you can get a little bit more knowledgeable if you go to that XFIP ERA BIP, as I was going at batting Loba. average balls in play, et cetera. And you can go analysis paralysis with baseball. As no, well. absolutely. You, you can go deep. By the way, our baseball betting guide, you can get it along with the NFL draft guide for 19 bucks. Go to vcin.com slash spring. So much valuable information in the MLB betting guide, which is out right now. Go to vcin.com slash spring. And fan graphs can be overwhelming at first for those of you. But as far as I'm concerned, when just talking about numbers, I don't think anybody does it better. And yes, we are welcoming a 
Fangraphs uh, sponsorship here on the Lombardi line if you'd like to throw one out. Absolutely. We we will gladly take your money. We are absolute <laughs> horse for profit here. And I'll no just, question about it. And I'll just give quickly, I think his name's Kevin Roth. He's been on the channel many times. He's oh, a, the weatherman. He's yes. a meteorologist yes. over at Roto Grinders. You know, and I just got that bookmarked. I go there every day. He's very specific on how he calls out the weather. We have sports. talked about this, Ed, and we'll get to the meat of our segment yeah, here please. in a moment. But we have talked about this, I think, off the air. You know who some of the biggest sports bettors are in media out here, or at least uh, maybe not in terms of dollars, but in terms of being just degenerates and getting involved every day, are the weather guys. <laughs> wait, the wait. weather guys here, the local weather guys are, you serious? are all bettors out here. I have I no clue. Yes, yes, they are. The local weather guys, even more so than the sports guys, and a lot of the news anchors, the local news anchors here out in Las Vegas are also sports bettors because I was amazed that so many of them follow me. I'm like, what the hell are you following me for? But, uh, you know, because... We'll talk betting and whatnot. I know uh, uh, our gentleman uh, who's a Twitter friend of mine, Twitter people of mine, Ted Pretty over at the yes, Fox Pavilion. He is a big better, and he, he loves betting, especially football and basketball. You know you're working in a weird industry when you're waiting for weathermen to slide into your DMs. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> Don't go I there. I, I, I get the wrong weather people sliding into my DMs. I would prefer a couple others here I, in this market, I, I, but I that I never happens. I completely understand Wes Reynolds. And also, I, I mentioned this yesterday. It's very much a rhythmic sport, that being baseball. Once we get through June, once we get through the NBA postseason, you kind of settle into a groove with baseball. You find a couple of teams you really catch a feel for as far as how the bullpen's being used, how the rotation's stacking up, how the, how the lineups. Like, it's rhythmic. And I think sometimes you don't want to spread yourself too thin. I'm not talking specialization in particular, but I always used to tell new betters, pick a division and jump in because it's one of those things where you kind of get on the mm -hmm. ride of the rhythm mm -hmm. of a team's season. And uh, I think that benefits you as well in baseball. Yeah, no question about it. Because look, we're, we're only a couple weeks into the season in baseball. So you always, I think, get Patrick some teams play to what their preseason predictions are going to be. Like we felt the New York Mets are going to be pretty good sure, here in the East. And right now they're seven and three. Keep in mind, they don't have Jacob deGrom, but the new guys that have come in, the Mets spent a lot of money. So they've been very good to start the season. So that's not really a surprise, but you look in terms of, you know, only 10 games into the season, like, did we expect the Oakland A's to be one of the more profitable teams? No, because they sold off everybody. Now, eventually, you got to think they're going to find their level because we always get two or three teams that kind of outplay their expectations. Look at the Rockies, Wes. Yeah, same, the Rockies. Same thing. Uh, the first month of the season or the first two months of the season, then you get into the summertime and they kind of go lax a little bit. The Giants, though, at 7-2, and two, boy, nobody was talking about the Giants this year. And remember, nobody was talking about them last but year. But they went until, 107 and, games? Until we all talked about the fact that nobody's talking about them, and then we became talking about the <laughs> San Francisco Giants. That's so, well put. You know, there you go. Because, look, when the Dodgers are in that division, it's like, oh, God, how are you going to beat this team with that payroll and that power? And just, you know, they can, like, rotate a DH pretty much every day in that Dodgers lineup. And then the Padres, we expect, are going to be better this year once Tati East gets back. Hopefully, if you're a Padre fan, Jace Tingler doesn't bl yep. blow out the bullpen like he did last year pretty much in I the I was summertime. surprised he came back, by the way, this yeah. year. <laughs> I mean, they just killed that bullpen last year. So, uh, you know, the Padres are going to be a factor. But the Giants, I think, could be in the wild card. And then, like I was saying, there's always teams that perform their expectations in terms of being good. 
there's also one that performs in terms of being bad, and that would be my Cincinnati Reds, two and eight. And uh, if you saw the Reds last week, uh, Phil Castellini, uh, the son uh, of uh, Bob Castellini, the owner, you know, did a little interview like, hey, we're trying to win. We're trying to be competitive, even though they're selling off, you know, things this year. And then he insults the fans like, where are you going to go? What, are you not going to be a Reds fan? And it's like, yeah, they're not going to show up to the ballpark, Bob. Okay, I'll bite. Nasty boys, how'd you become a Reds fan? That was the era, basically. They were the triple. That, remember they the were, A's Reds World yes, Series? Yes. yes they I were the that. triple A affiliate, or, or, or our market in Indianapolis. It was the Indianapolis Indians. They were the triple A affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds. So we would always get the Reds come in and play a game at Old Bush Stadium. Pete Rose, Ron Oster, Dave Concepcion, Big Red Machine, Dave Parker in the 80s. And that's the team that I became a fan of, but uh, not so much this year, two and eight. So they've absolutely been brutal. Meanwhile, a team that we do have expectations for the Philadelphia Phillies four and six start because Struggling. I think we they feel like that East is going to be a three-team race the Mets clearly the Braves still the favorite but the Phillies added a lot of power and they got a lot of power in that lineup especially adding Kyle Schwarber so they can absolutely mash but so far only four and six through the first 10 games and I'll let you stunt a little bit you got Minnesota uh, in the early game today up in Boston and you're up 4-1 right now right yeah Boston did have two on with one out and uh, uh, Boston got caught in a rundown so uh Four to one so far, I believe uh, Dylan Bundy now has been pulled from the game and he did go six innings. Uh, I don't know if this Bundy scored four touchdowns like the Bundy we know about, but nevertheless, six strong for Dylan. There it is. All right. Patriots stay up in Boston. Four one Minnesota leads their dirty water. Not today. Red Sox fans. Okay. That's it. Baseball. Great information. Always like to kind of get inside the mind of a capper and West did a great job with that. When we come back Raptors 76ers. The question Scotty Barnes will he or won't he? It doesn't look like he's going to. And that's going to impact this game. We'll get to that next here at Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, it is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. So I guess we have breaking news. If you were paying attention to social media over the weekend, you saw Tom Brady. He tagged Rodgers and Mahomes in a tweet with the eyeball emoji. Mm-hmm. And people were wondering what, what the hell is going on. You know, Brady, I, I should say Tom Brady's social team yes. tagged the two quarterbacks yes. in the tweet. Well, he knows how to get people talking. Oh, he does. No, sure. they, do, they do a hell of a job. Well, we have our answer. 16 minutes ago, and this is good to have Wes Reynolds here while we break this news. 16 minutes ago, Tom Brady at Tom Brady on Twitter. Original handle there, Tom. He said, we tried to make this a tag team cage match, but the lawyers said our contracts wouldn't allow it. So the challenge, Brady Rogers versus Allen Mahomes at the win, Las Vegas, the match, June 1st, yes. 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. So this shtick continues. This time it's going to be Brady and Rogers v. Allen and Mahomes. Yeah, and you would assume, of course, uh, Sir Charles is going to be on commentary for that, as he usually is if he's not a participant. So, uh, look, they had the match at the win <laughs> over uh, Thanksgiving uh, weekend, I believe that Friday, Black yeah. Friday after Thanksgiving. And it was uh, DeChambeau against Kepka. Kepka triumphed over Bryson here. So, yeah, this is becoming a regular feature. And, look, it's a – it's a good thing, I think, to raise money for charity, and, and it's a fun thing. It's Do you get into it? Yeah, it's very hard to bet, necessarily, right. even though they want to promote that. But it's obviously hard because then you're having to go, okay, when's the last registered rounds these guys got in? You know, what's their USGA official handicap? <laughs> and when's the last time, you know, Tom Brady played at the course down in Jupiter? When's the last time Rodgers has played? And all these guys. So you're searching for that. And it is a little bit tough to bet. Totally. I mean, this is something that you don't, I don't really, in terms of writing up for like Point Spread Weekly or vcin.com, I don't necessarily deep dive into these events very much. I mean, this is more like if you're just betting for fun and you got, eh, I want to bet on something, I want to have some action today, this is something for you on June 1st evening. So there it is. Uh, do you have an early lean on the pairing? Well, uh, Alan, and, uh, Alan and Mahomes, the uh, young guys, are actually uh, rookies for this event. I believe uh, I just saw a tweet from Josh Allen where he said, uh, two old bulls and two young calves promoting this match here. So uh, are the young calves or the old bulls going to win? Uh, the old bulls have actually played in these events on uh, TNT before these uh, Capital won the match. So from the experience, I think that they would probably be a small favorite. And 
other news, quarterbacks are just like us. Did you see where Jimmy Garoppolo was hanging out this weekend? I did not. At a Hooters. They have tremendous wings. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason not to hang out at Hooters. But, of course, Jimmy G shows up at a Hooters, and all, people are just like, does he take in the offseason yeah. seriously? Well, and, and we're also open for sponsorship money for uh, for Hooters as 100%. well. 100%. So, uh, we, we are open for business. Wes Reynolds uh, and Patrick Maher will do a live appearance at a Hooters here yes, in Vegas we will. if you want to sponsor it. By the way, he's out officially. He's in a walking boot. That doesn't look good for Scotty Barnes, Wes. In the building with a boot on, says he's in good spirits, but he's definitely out for game two. Two. Mm-hmm. So that is a huge miss. You mentioned it. It's not just Scotty Bartz. It's also Gary Trent. And it's Dad also Thad Young, who is a big miss for them as well. So you take a look at the number. I'm a little surprised it hasn't moved even more. Raptor 76ers game two, yeah. of course. And the 76ers, what was important in a bad omen for Toronto is Embiid was terrible in game one. Not terrible because yeah. he grabbed a bunch of boards, but Harden was so effective. Now, obviously, Maxi was the big story. <laughs> 20, 21 years old going off in his debut as a starter, but Harden was just so good dishing the I, ball. I was looking over the weekend. I think it's the second best, and it's only played, you know, a handful of games together. It's the second best starting lineup from a net rating standpoint, outscoring opponents by 20 points. That Embiid, Harden, Maxi, Tobias Harris, and Matisse Thibault lineup has outscored opponents by about 20 points. So I'm a little bit gun shy to perhaps take the under, especially at a worse number here at 216. I think the opener was about 270. Now, you told me during the break earlier you were, you were getting the worst of it, but you still might go under. Yeah, and Walk I, us through I, the thought I, I'm process. I'm trying here. to like talk myself in or out of it as we go on it <laughs> with the air. It. So, yeah, because I got to think that Toronto, look, they, they probably know, okay, our depth is really hurting here now. But the thing about Philadelphia, they're not the deepest team, especially down low. When Embiid goes off the floor, like those net ratings, especially those defensive net ratings, just go in the absolute toilet yep. with this team. So that is something you're worried about, you know, when you consider an under. But when I just go inside the numbers here, 131 to 111, and it was a 90.4 pace. Philadelphia, 131 on 90.4 possessions, basically. And then the fast break, 20. They beat them in the 10. break, too. That yeah. was key for yeah, Toronto. So that's the thing here. So I'm probably, it might be a little bit smaller than I would normally play because I'm getting a couple points the worst of it. But I still think that the under, probably the way to go here. I just got to think you're going to see some regression there. Philadelphia was 50% from three, 16 to 32. And really, Really, this is where James Harden has helped this team because I know Harden kind of looked a little sluggish in the final few games. So it's like, okay, is he really in shape? Is he really taking this seriously? You can see that he has made a couple of his teammates better, especially Tyreek Maxey and Tobias Harris. Those guys, since Harden has arrived, are shooting above 40% from the three. So he has absolutely helped them. And that's what you have to do. And that's what a primary ball handler or a point guard has to do. And you saw it in the Phoenix game last night against New Orleans. Chris Paul, like in that pick and roll, you got to make all five guys guard you. Even though there's only one guy defending you, a great guard in a pick and roll can make all five defenders have to guard you, have to switch and get out of position and just attack on that pick and roll. Harden can certainly do that. And especially an ISO ball, nobody gets to the line more than James Harden. And then as we saw with Chris Paul last night in the Phoenix win. When he wants to facilitate and he commits to it, Harden's a hell of a passer. Oh, absolutely. And that's exactly what he did the other night. You nailed it. I'm going to give you the team totals. Uh, 111 and a half on the 76ers. 104. That's a wild low team total on the Raptors Mm -hmm. coming up tonight. Any lean there? You know, maybe that's going to be a better way to play this because the 
the uh, uh, derivative markets, basically, you're not going to see as much of a drop in the derivative markets as you are in, like, the traditional right. point spread and full game total, That's even right. some first half total. So derivative market, I, I see on my screen here, consensus opener, 113 and a half, but that probably wasn't at very many shops because, number one, not everybody offers team totals, but 111 and a half for Philly. Maybe that's going to be the way to go, actually, and instead it was, of going with the full game total. That's just a, so you know, it was 112 and a half this morning when I checked. So okay. it's come down just a tick. Yeah, so you are seeing adjustments, but that's one thing I think to look at. Oftentimes in those derivative markets, like those quarter markets or the team total markets, they're going to be a little bit slower to move and to react because exactly. number one, there's not as much volume on them and maybe sports, maybe books aren't going to catch them at least right away. Now, eventually it might be an hour or two later after you've seen the move on a full game total where it's like, okay, we, we got to go ahead and move these because some wise guy might be looking at the screen and seeing, Hey, that's way off. That should be, you know, one ten and a half instead of at one twelve right now, and they haven't moved it yet. So that's the whole thing about screen watching. Derivative markets usually slower, and you'll see that not only in the NBA, especially like the NFL, college football. When we get to the fall, you'll see those markets are a little bit slower than the traditional markets that most bettors are quite honestly betting into full game side, full game total. That's such good information. I'm glad you brought that up because we were just talking about it. Santos and I love MLS on Saturday night. The Seattle Sounders were hosting inner Miami. I get clowned on in, in town here for betting so much MLS, but they're just slow to adjust on news. And the Seattle Sounders were playing their B team and lost 1-0 at home to an inter team that can't hang with the A team, but the market didn't adjust. So just to give just to piggyback on what Wes is saying about the market reacting. By the way, the 76ers have been bet up to seven and a half. I'm a little surprised. Will said he saw a couple of eights. I'm not seeing an eight. In fact, I just saw a shop in town that's respected go back down to seven. Mm -hmm. A little surprised with the seven and a half not jumping to that well, eight. Probably, probably some zigzag here. And look, uh, like I said, a disclaimer, be very careful with that sometimes it'll work but don't do it in mass because you're going to be hitting a little bit less than 50 percent which means you're going to be losing money but uh you know seeing a lot of a, a lot of seven and a halves uh you know if you see a certain book maybe go to seven because certain books are going to take maybe more what you would call public action or casual action certain books are going to take more sharper action I think the 111 and a half as far as derivative and the team total on the 76ers is a play here over just because I think Scotty Barnes, of course, that second facilitator on offense, but the length and versatility on defense they're going to miss without him to me mm -hmm. is big. So you think, well. you think it's going to go over? Yeah, I, so I know you were, you're thinking maybe under, which we could have got 112 and a half on the team total earlier today. But as that drops a little bit, I'm starting to like the 76ers. The problem here, if you're betting team totals that look a little too obvious, they could be resting starters in mm -hmm. the fourth quarter mm -hmm. obviously if this game gets out of hand and that's where your yeah. team total gets killed because I think of the way a lot of people did want to play this Raptors series is maybe if they didn't come in and a lot of people came in before the series I saw a lot of people picking Raptors for the series and I was thinking okay maybe you want to wait and see if they get one in Philadelphia then come in in game three when Matisse Thybul of course cannot play so that's a drop at least small on offense but especially on defense and then attack the Raptors from that standpoint but now that the Raptors are short handed you know who knows where to go there okay now the answer have you talked yourself into under 216 I can get you a 216 Toronto and Philly I am talking myself into under 216 you heard it here first Wes Reynolds under 216 
to 15 and a half on the board as well. Josh Applebaum is going to join Wes and myself next here at Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, the draft is coming up here in Vegas, and we're going to have extensive coverage on VSIN, including mock drafts from Matt Humans. Michael Lombardi is going to be here in town, and he's going to give his draft analysis for Wes. VSIN hosts Mike Pritchard, who's a first round draft pick. That's inside information. Of course, Sean King, Super Bowl winning champ. So, we've got you covered. This is the industry standard when it comes to covering the draft and our draft guide is going to be dropping here soon as well. Also, Brent Musburger giving his best bets. VSIN.com slash spring for the information. It's all 19 bucks. You get the MLB guide with it. VSIN.com slash spring. This, this draft, Wes Reynolds, is going to be talked about more mm-hmm. than any. It's, it's on par yeah. with the Super Bowl. People are obsessed well, with it. Well, and especially now at being in Las Vegas and the fact that uh, most of the bookmakers I talk out to out here in Las Vegas hate booking They this hate thing it. Because it's all information. And if they get beat to the number by some very shrewd and sharp players, which they have been the last few years. But at the same time, you got to put it up because you got to at least keep up with the Joneses, if not stay ahead of the Joneses, because you you know, there's another book down the street that's booking this stuff, and this is a competitive business, and you obviously want betters to bet at your shops. It's like Tom Thomas Gable, as we say hi to Josh Applebaum, of course, Market Insights. Thomas Gable said yesterday, we do the better a favorite and let them bet into the NFL draft market. Uh, he had a little attitude. I'm not going to lie. Came across <laughs> as a little attitude And joining me on the show. Like I said, <laughs> these guys hate Beckham. <laughs> they, they do. And joining me and doing a great job yesterday on the Lombardi line was Josh Applebaum betting across America five days a week. Of course, Market Insights is the pod five days a week. VSEN.com slash podcast. What's cracking, man? How are we feeling? Oh, we're feeling great, Patrick West. Great to be with you. And Patrick, it was a perfect result for you and I yesterday. You had the Nets plus the points. I had Celtics money line. So thank you, Jason, and Tatum, over. for getting that win. We both and the like, over. Yeah, late like money the to the over. Yes. Also cash, Patrick. But uh, before we break down all the day, today's games, guys, just you know, just a, a feel for what's going on in Boston today. It's Patriots Day. It's Marathon Monday. It's a huge day for all of New England and the city, and it really gets you thinking about. 2013 in the marathon bombing. So as we're betting on sports, remember, you know, life things happen and terrible tragedies. So uh, if you want to say a prayer today for uh, four people who were killed in 2013 in the marathon bombings, Crystal Campbell, only 29 years old, Lou Lindsay, 23 years old, Sean Collier, remember the police officer who uh, bravely uh, gave his life to stop the marathon bombers, and Martin Richard, only eight years old, a big Bruins fan from Dorchester. So uh, it's a betting show, it's a betting network, but a uh, big thing in Boston yeah. today, paying tribute to the runners and those who lost their lives tragically in 2013. Yeah, I'm glad Josh brought that up. It's obviously, obviously going to be a melancholy day every year on Patriots Day for the uh, marathon bombers. And of course, we mentioned about Rich Hill losing his father on Friday at 94 years old. A 37-time runner of the Boston Marathon. (laughs) Was was he uh, running in his 90s and his 80s? I'm not sure, but Lloyd Hill, uh, 37 times and uh, unfortunately passed away on Friday. Rich Hill, of course, was the starter. By the way, the score in that game, Twins, two on here in the top of the A, four to two over the Bosox. Classy job, Josh. I'm glad you did that. Thank you, buddy. By the way, were you, did you go to the Celtics game or were you just downtown celebrating yesterday? Oh, we were just hanging out, Patrick. So it was a, it was a brunch. We went down to Earl's. It's in Assembly Row. It's this new part of Boston and Somerville that, that's getting popped up here. But uh, yeah, it's a great day. And by the way, note on Rich Hill's dad, he was a bandit 
marathon runner. You know what that means, guys? It means that uh, a lot of people before, you know, security got really tight. A bandit was someone who didn't really sign up and have like the placard on their chest. They would just join at some point, run in with everyone <laughs> and be a bandit and run with the whole crew. So a uh, little, little Boston trivia there for you, a bandit marathon. Of runner. course, I don't know what the hell that means. Do, you, do I look like I've run a marathon well, in well, my do, life? Do, to do, you, do, do you two even have a want to run a marathon? I, it's never crossed my mind to get into it. Have you, Josh? Oh, never. I'll cheer you on, Patrick, if you do it. But no, I don't want to do I'll, it. I'll bet on it, you know, no, but no running for me. You, you, is, you is either, right? Is that like Kramer on Seinfeld joining in with this coffee, <laughs> yeah. you know, with the marathon runner that didn't get the wake-up call? The bad boy bandit. And that's what we call Josh here at the network as well. Okay, Josh. <laughs> so coming up tonight, you got the three. This is great. Three, 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 four games. It's, it's awesome. Where, obviously, the motivation... Uh, is on level grounds. We love the postseason here in the association. 76 or seven and a half. You know, no Scotty Barnes, no Gary Trent, no Thad Young. Seven and a half. The totals come down a little bit here to 215, 215 and a half, Josh. Yeah, so surprisingly, guys, I'm looking at laying the points here for the 76ers. As a contrarian better, I don't love, you know, in these big, big popular bet games laying the wood. But you have a lot of reasons to like the Sixers laying the points here. So number one, uh, you mentioned the injuries, Patrick. Gary Trent Jr., uh, doubtful, not ex expected to play. Scotty Barnes is the big one. Thaddeus Young as well. And you have seen movement toward the Sixers. They open laying six and a half. They're up to minus seven and a half. At BetMGM, Sixers are getting 77% of bets. So a public play for sure. But I don't think it's just public. With that line move and also this bet... Uh, dollar percentages, 88% of money is laying the wood here with the Sixers. So uh, you also look at what's really cash so far in the playoffs. We have favorites, 10 and four ATS, 71%. So it's been chalky to start. And you look at playoff favorites with a line move in their favor. So with this line going Sixers, minus seven and a half, six and a half to minus seven and a half, those line move playoff favorites, eight and three ATS so far. And they're 57% over the last decade here in the playoffs. So I'll lay it here with the Sixers uh, with these injuries and these system matches. And also guys looking toward this under, as you mentioned, Patrick, a lot of steam to the under, 220 and a half, all the way down to around 215 and a half. I think the hook is, is critical there. Try to find that, that hook on the 215 and a half if you like that play. And same, similar to these, these chalk favorites doing well, unders, guys. Unders went three and one again yesterday. There was one day where overs had a good day, but since I think it was maybe Saturday. Aside from that, it's been an under playoff overall. 10 and four to the under and playoff unders that fall at least a half point, seven and two, 78%. So money to the under and a lot of money going to the Sixers here with these injuries. Josh, the uh, middle game tonight, kind of a tough call for me, Utah and Dallas. Basically the same number it was the first game. Utah barely gets a cover, wins by six, laying five and a half. A little bit of a trickle of money uh, down on Dallas, perhaps zigzagging here. Now five pretty much across the board. But the total I think is really interesting. And you just mentioned in terms of the unders, this open 219 in game yep. one keep in mind now that was with Luca assuming Luca was going to play and then this obviously dropped once he was going to go and he's not going to go tonight so then it closed 208 and a half I believe on Saturday and it went easily under 192 the total there 99.93 but now we're seeing as low as 205 and a half Josh at, at BetMGM at what point would you be getting interested on an over in this series if at any point at all so, Wes, I think it's a great question. I actually do like the over here. If you look at the – so, number one, just from a value standpoint, you mentioned it, 219. Now we have a, an adjusted, you know, 205 and a half. I think that's a key number here if you like the over. But I like the fact that you're kind of buying low after a really low-scoring game. So, recency bias says, you know, hey, no Doncic. You know, we're going to get another 99-93 game. But this total actually ticked up. It opened at some shops as low as like 203. It's up to 205 and a half, now 206. So, I got down on the over 205 and a half. 
uh, West. If you look at BetMGM right now, 73% of bets, but 86% of money on the over. So I think the public, you know, again, the recency bias based on that low, uh, that low total last time, but they're also like, hey, 205 in the playoffs. How do we not go over that number? Uh, but I would, I would, I'm, I am going to take the over in this spot. I already did. I would just be cautious to some betters. Don't automatically run as fast as you can to bet the Jazz in this one. It seems like they're mm -hmm. the better team. There's no Doncic. They're really popular tonight, getting like 75% of bets. But there's kind of a line freeze. They opened minus five with the Jazz. They've stayed minus five. If everyone's betting the Jazz, why aren't they up to minus six, minus six and a half, minus seven? It seems too good to be true. No Doncic and only laying five seems fishy to me. That's why I'm staying away from this uh, this spread here. But I'm going to play this over West, and it kind of reminds me of during March Madness. Remember when we saw like every single game pretty much fall in terms of going to the under? Mm -hmm. The very few that got hit to the over tended to be pretty good. And that to me was kind of like a, almost like a pure sharp move to the over. So I'll set the over in this one, try to find an over 205 and a half. Yeah. And this jazz team too was sputtering coming into the playoffs and now all of a sudden get at least a little bit of a break with Doncic out. Both of these teams were miserable from the three on Saturday, nine to 32 from you for uh, the Mavs and seven to 22 for Utah. Bogdanovich saved them in game one. Because yes. he, I think he had 20 in the first half and uh, spider Mitchell didn't do anything. Then he blew up in the second half. So he kept a minute there in the first half baseball play on the way out Josh Applebaum yeah so uh, I love the the baseball slate today and again early Sox game you know you always love it 11 a.m. down five to two right now unfortunately but a couple games tonight to keep an eye out for San Diego Padres I'm gonna lay with the fathers tonight guys they open around uh, minus 160 they've been steamed up to around minus 170 couple system matches here you'll get non-division home favorites you don't have to worry about that divisional dog angle to the dog uh, lack of familiarity outside the division benefits the favorite uh, non-division home favorites over the last two seasons, 61%, about a 3% ROI. Nothing crazy, but a little bit profitable here. Also, the bats uh, of San Diego have been off to a decent start. They're only hitting 228. Might seem pretty low, but you look at uh, the, the Cincinnati Reds here who sold off a lot of guys in the offseason. They're only hitting a buck 80. So they've really struggled. They've lost six straight. They're minus 24 in run differential. Padres are plus five. I think there's an advantage to Manaya tonight. So late with San Diego. And then also keep an eye out on Oakland guys, they went from minus 170 up to around like minus 190 against Baltimore. Okay, we know you're a, a Boston Homer, so you've been to Fenway a bunch. Homa. Oh Homa. yeah. <laughs> have you been to Wrigley? Uh, I actually have, believe it or not, uh, Patrick, 2011, the Bobby V year, me and all my boys went out there. It was the worst year ever for the Red Sox. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Murphy's Bar and Grill, I remember that place, a great okay, bar. Well, I got a question right for by you. The, by I got a Ivy. question. <laughs> Which one's better? Fenway, I'm going to get his Ooh. answer coming back. Which one's better, Wrigley or Fenway? You know I'm going to go Fenway here, See, Patrick, I knew it's it. A, it's a good call. It's a tough call. It's tough, right? Mm -hmm. What's wonderful about both those parks, ingrained in the city, you walk out, you go right to the bar. The it's like the English Premier League. Every one of those, they're, they're all built like right there in the communities. And that's what's important. Josh, great job and a wonderful tribute at the beginning as well. Thank you very much, Josh. Appreciate you. Appreciate it, guys. Good luck today. Okay, we'll get Wes's answer. Fenway or Wrigley? And I want you thinking about it as well. We come back. It's Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Unleash the spirit of Vegas, BetMGM, the king of sportsbook with the rewards. So I don't need to read for this because I can just tell you, if you have a credit card and you are part of that loyalty program, you get points every time you use your credit card. That's exactly what BetMGM is doing. And those points are redeemable for online bonuses there at BetMGM.com or on the app converted into comps at MGM Resorts Nationwide. It's a great deal. It's a great loyalty program. So go check it out right now. You got to be 21 years or older. It's BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue. Okay, we'll give the plays uh, on the three in the association tonight before we get out of here. But we did tease you with the question, the two old school parks in Major League Baseball. By the way, if you haven't been to PNC or no Petco in San Diego, really slept on. My favorite park would be Dodger Stadium with the mountains in the background. It's gorgeous. You go there during the golden hour. It's incredible. PNC there in Pittsburgh supposed to be great. Haven't been but the question I asked Wes Reynolds, who's been to both, Wrigley there in Chicago or Fenway in Boston? Now, you added Petco to the equation. You can take a nice trip to Del Mar, too. Uh, uh, you don't think I've done that? I've done the and double I dip. I hope to do yes. that at some point this summer myself. We should do uh, it. I have a little bit more background to Wrigley because I did live in Chicago for a very short time. So I've been there a lot more. I've only been to Fenway once in my life. I would love to go back again. Uh, you know, tremendous atmosphere, tremendous history, uh, not just the park, but all the events and just the buzz around the game and how loved the Red Sox are Best. up there in Boston. But 
I still go with Wrigley Field just mainly because of the familiarity for me and just kind of knowing the terrain a little bit more and plus having a lot of friends uh, from college that live in that area because that's where everybody moved, like Wrigleyville, Lincoln Park and whatnot. That's where they always move to. And there's just there's usually a real buzz around the game. And it's it's an event. It's not just a ball game. Too bad and you can't find a beer near the park, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People are getting lit. Dryer and a popcorn fart around there, basically. <laughs> so so sentiment, maybe, but you're going to go Wrigley. Yes. Have you been to Camden? I have not. It's incredible. Holds up. It looks it looks cool, just like it's, where it's, where it's it incredible. Is. Yes, it's, and the harbor is underrated as well. Santos, I know you've been there, absolutely. Uh, by the way, we'll get to the picks, but quickly. So the Panthers apparently are in on Baker, but he might not be the only guy. Remember, they hold the six overall pick. It looks like they have the inside track on landing Baker. Uh, we I asked this question yesterday on the Lombardi line. It was pretty much split. If I gave you this scenario and you're a Lions fan, because the Lions are not in love with golf, Campbell mm-hmm. specifically, you should read the quotes. It's just, mm-hmm. They're not overwhelming, uh, overwhelmingly in favor of Jared Goff. If I were to give you the option, Goff or Mayfield at quarterback, who are you taking? Mm. That's tough. No, that is tough. Everybody thinks it's so clear cut. I don't know, because some of these recent comments by Baker Mayfield you know, look, we, we all have our insecurities as individuals. We're all sensitive. I'm certainly a little bit guilty of that at, at, in my life. But Baker Mayfield, look, when you're going to be an alpha, when you're going to be QB1 in the NFL, you can't let so much of this outside chatter get to you. And I feel like it does with this guy. So you worry a little bit about, about him. Uh, I, you know, physically, he's had some injuries and whatnot. But I worry about you know, more getting it done mentally and psychologically than I do physically with this guy. So that's what kind of concerns me. And that's why I don't think you've seen somebody go right out and grab Baker Mayfield with all this revolving doors. Look, you've got a couple teams in the NFL that are going to have starting quarterbacks that have less talent than Baker Mayfield. And I think you look at, you know, I'm sure Atlanta, I don't think Marcus Mariota is a long-term solution down there. I don't think Carolina necessarily knows what their long-term solution is going to be. Sam Darnold going to be a free agent after this year we've been hearing a lot of Kenny Pickett and it's like are you really going to draft is Kenny Pickett good enough to be the sixth pick in the NFL draft but I guess that's not the question it's all about potential and whatnot this is not a very strong quarterback draft so that's why I say all these teams in the top five you know the Jacksonville's the Detroit's and uh, who is the three Houston and then the Giants I believe are there at number five the Jets are right in front of them at number four all those teams, if they get the right offer, I think are willing to trade down. But is any team going to be desperate enough? You know, is Carolina going to be desperate enough? Is maybe Atlanta going to be desperate enough? Some of these teams that I think clearly are looking for a developmental quarterback, are they going to do it this draft or wait until the offseason next year? So your answer is golf. I forgot you actually. I was. I forgot you actually asked a question that deserves no, an answer. because yeah. you gave a, you gave a wonderful answer, and, and then I didn't give the answer. The synopsis of the draft, yeah. but it yeah. felt like you were because of the I attitude. Gave you the, I gave you the body of the paragraph, but not the conclusion. I gave you the introduction, and then you the gave body, me a hypothesis. And not the conclusion. Yes, but my answer probably would be Jared Goff at this point. Okay, I think I can give you reasons to back the Dallas Mavericks at home tonight. Remember, the Jazz covered by a half point. I think they won by six at close five and a half the other night Utah at Dallas no Luca 
I mean, they're saying game time. He's not going to play five. It's still yeah. sitting five here, by the way. And there's a couple of reasons. One, Mitchell had a terrible first half saved by Bogdanovich, who had 26 points, but he was awesome. I think he had 20 in the first mm -hmm. half the other night. 30 in the second half for Spider Mitchell. But here's the reason. One, this is a Dallas team that leans on defense. They were your under team in the association this year. They have to lean on it even more. When you look at usage, mm -hmm. he's top five, that being Luka. No surprise there. The ball's in his hand constantly. But this is a team that has to lean on defense. And Brunson and Dinwiddie both had 24, but they weren't efficient. Yeah, they so took a lot of they shots. They took a to lot of shots. Points, but they, that, they get a little more efficient. Yeah. And we start looking. I think it's going to be a defense. Obviously, it's 206 on the total so this yeah. is and 192 were scored in game one if anything I'd still lean under here but I think there you could put together some reasons to back Dallas tonight if Brunson and Dinwiddie are a little bit more yeah. efficient that's the way I'm going here if I do end up betting this game the total I kind of want to go over for the reasons we're talking about with Josh but this might be a stay way away when that takes such a precipitous drop you're kind of worried okay I feel like the number, it's probably dropped too much from that market where it was 219, of course, that being with Luca yep. in game number one. But I feel like it's dropped so low, it's like, man, that's such a drop. I got to go against the steam here or I got to go against the grain. But I may stay away from the total. I would lean Dallas here just in those spots because I think Dinwiddie and Brunson can score. Yeah. And I think they can at least temporarily replace Doncic's offense. Now, Luka, not the best defender, so I don't think they lose <laughs> anything uh, with the, him being out of the lineup uh, defensively. If anything, that's probably why you saw that substantial under in the first game with only 192 scored. But you mentioned the lack of efficiency. Spencer Dinwiddie was 6 of 15 to get 22 points. Jalen Brunson, even worse, 9 of 24, took 20. 24 shots to get 24 points. So that's got to be a little bit better. And the Mavericks, when you look at the expected numbers, I think they were 8% worse in terms of shooting percentage than expected. They went about a little over 38%, 38 and change in game one. So, you know, that's based not only on shot location, but also the contested level of the shots from the defense and also the shooters involved. They had a bad shooting night, and they almost, you know, they were right there. It was 92 to 91, I think, with a minute left to go in the game, and they eventually lose by six. So I got to think you're going to get at least a slightly better offensive performance from Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson specifically. I'll, I'll pose the question like this. What changes late night with the Warriors hosting the Nuggets? Open six and a half, bet up to seven. You know, it was wild to see. It felt like 2018 because you mm -hmm. had Clay, Steph, and Draymond, but you also had Iguodala out there running around. So it was the second game all season that Clay, Steph, and Draymond had played together. Yeah. Jordan Poole's having the breakout. He's ridiculous, the kid from Michigan. But here's my question for you. What was it? 123-107, the yes. final? What what changes tonight with the Warriors lane seven? Honestly, I don't know because if you look, uh, Jokic is going to win the MVP here. Yes, he but is. he had 25, 10, and six. So good stat line. But he needed 25 shots to score those 25 points simply because he's not getting anything from his teammates. And you still don't have Murray. You still don't have MPJ. Will Barton had 24, but no other Nuggets player scored more than 10. And really, it was just a backcourt that got crushed by Golden State. Uh, Denver, I believe, is only 31%, 31.4 to be exact from behind the arc. And the Warriors also tried to guard Jokic one-on-one, -on -one, and they ended up kind of succeeding because – Nobody else really stepped up. So you'll give Jokic these numbers if nobody else are, are stepping up. So, you know, who's going to be able to defend Steph Curry? Austin Rivers, you would think, would be the best candidate. But you put Jordan Poole and Curry together, 
Nuggets just didn't have the personnel. They just, they just no. without Murray, no. without poor, they just don't now, have now, the bodies. Now, you got to think Jokic is going to have a big game, and he's going to play better, and he's going to go on one and get one of those, like, stupendous games that has launched his MVP campaign. But it's really the Warriors' guards just winning this. Uh, Clay Thompson, you know, a very quiet 19, 5 of 10 from behind the arc on Saturday night. And I just don't think that Denver has the depth there in the backcourt. So probably not going to bet this game. I do think that this number is right at 7. By the way, we won't see you tomorrow. So it does sound like for the betters that you do like Memphis to lay the 6. You can find a 6.5. Yeah. I do. I think this is going to be a bounce back spot. Uh, there are a couple six and a halves out there, but I mentioned if a top three seed loses game one in a playoff series, this goes back to 05. That team that got beat 64% ATS next time out to cover. So I think Memphis might have gotten woken up by the T-Wolves a little bit on Saturday. These three shows have been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Great to be with you, man. Had a lot of fun. Wes Reynolds won on Twitter. Long shots dropping on Wednesday. Did a hell of a job. Michael Lombardi will be back on Thursday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.